apology of, of, of sorts, I will say. The, the, the part of Isha Locha that, that we're going to try to discuss tonight um, is probably the most difficult and uh, ethereal part of, of the whole work. It's not really the an appropriate selection for one's first uh, foray um, into the Ravsk Savim in, in terms of its, again, etherealness, abstractness, it's, it's not typical. And uh, if, if due to my inadequate or even inaccurate explanation, it, it doesn't resonate. You, you shouldn't. Uh, you shouldn't mistakenly take that as as a representative uh, reaction to to, to the Rav's Ksavim. The Rav begins his discussion of tshuva. I, I, I hope that that many of you had a chance to to, to, to learn these pages with. The, the Minchas Chinuch's famous kasha that the Rambam writes in the beginning of Chuchus Tshuva that vidui is ma'akev that there's no kapara without vidui a person does tshuva but he isn't misvada so he, he, he does not receive atonement in Kiddushin famously if a person is makarish to say isha amanasha anitzade so then the din is, and the Rambam Paskins this in Hukhasishus, that I feel Russia Kol Yomov, even though we, we, we know he has an infamous track record. He's a Russia Kol Yomov, and we're standing there. Between the, we, we know that just recently he engaged in a Maise Rishus, and we didn't hear any Vidoy. That Afal Pichain. She's Safik Mukudashas, the Isha will be Safik Mukudashas, Shama hear her Chuba Baliba. Because maybe he had her who had Chuba. But Vidu is Ma'akev. So the Minchaskinach already answers, the, 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 the Rav says it in, in, in his own way, which by definition implies a certain degree of Panam Chadoshas. that there are two different concepts. There's tshuva, which affects, in the Rav's words, hafkas chaloshem rosha. It suspends, if until this point, because of his actions, his behavior, he was a rosha. So tshuva is mafkia that, tshuva suspends that. It transforms him, his, him, his, his status from that of a Russia to a tzaddik. And then there's also tshuva as a source of atonement. The din that, that vidu is ma'akev is only in that second context of when, when, when tshuva is coming as, as a machaper. But for tshuva, per se, is really independent of kapara. Tshuva is the yields kapara. But tshuva itself is something 
which is not synonymous with kapara. It's, it's independent of kapara. And that's what's reflected in the halachin kiddushin that the Rambam himself paskins, that Shemahira believed tshuva. Because tshuva, again, is something distinct and independent from kapara. It's not that the definition of tshuva is the attainment of kapara. No, the, the definition of tshuva is the hafkas shem rasha, is that change that's affected. There are, I think the Rav just felt that this raya itself is so compelling that, that he's not marich with others, but, but that there are other sort of reflections and indications of, of this as well. So for instance, if you look in the Sefer HaChinuch, when in Parshas Naso, for the mitzvah of Ovidwe, that the Sefer HaChinuch quotes the same passage as the Rambam from Parshas Naso, Vihizvadu, so when the Sefer HaChinuch tells us again what the formula for Ovidwe is, he includes Bakoshas Slichol Mechila within the Nusach HaVidwe. And the truth is that in Sefer Mitzvahs, the Rambam also does that. But in the Yad, he doesn't. In the Yad, the Ikaru Shavidoi is Chatosi Avisi Pashati Lufanacha, Osisi Kach Vekach, Vahareni Chamti Uboshti Bemasai, Ula Olam Eni Chosa the Dava Zeh. Adka? Zeh Ikaru Shavidoi. Where's the Bakoshas Mechila? There isn't any Bakoshas Mechila. How can that be? No, Heim Heim Advarim. That Tshuva is something distinct and independent from Kapora. Yes, Tshuva is that which yields Kapora. But, but it's not that, that that's the, the, the end-all and the be-all of what Tshuva is. No, the essence of Tshuva is independent of, of, of Kapara. And that's why the Rambam doesn't include in the Yad, the, in, within the Ikara Shalvidoi, the Bakoshas Slicha Umechila. It's also interesting that on the level of Tami Mitzvahs, the Rambam's understanding of, again, this differentiation of, of, of tshuva from kapora is also reflected. The Rambam says that all the mitzvahs which he included in, in Sefer Hamada are, are mitzvahs which reflect, reinforce, inculcate fundamental beliefs so, of course, the, the, the end of Sefer Amad is Sechos Tshuva. So the Rambam, in, in, in Hebrew translation, says as follows, Borur shegam ha-tshuva b'kvutsa zot, klomar, shehi min ha-deot shebil'adei ha-emunah b'hen, lo tistader mitziutam shel anoshim b'nei Torah. The belief in the existence of tshuva, the possibility of tshuva is indispensable for religious life. You can't have religious life without belief in the possibility 
and efficacy of tshuva. Why? It's, it's virtually inevitable that a person is going to err and stumble. Oh, alternately, shemitoch boruto, out of ignorance, who ma'adiv deya omida shebe'emet enam adifem. He cultivates the wrong mida. Where he allows himself to be overwhelmed by a taiva, by anger. But let's pay a special, especially close attention to this sentence of Elsai. I mean, don't sleep for the rest of it, but special attention <laughs> for, for, for this sentence. Again, this is a contrapositive, right? If a person would have believed that, that this fracture, Shabbat, right? This fracture, could never heal, could never come back together, right? The bone could never heal and grow back together. So then he would just persist in his in his uh, being off course. And what's more, he would probably compound what he'd done until now. So notice that the Rambam doesn't say that if a person would have thought that he can't be forgiven. Rambam says if a person would have thought he can't be healed. He didn't say anything about forgiveness. What 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 would have the 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 depressing thought that understandably would have overwhelmed us all is if if the person can't heal from the fracture of hate, so we would have disappeared. Didn't say anything about Kappa? didn't say anything about Kapar. And this is what the, the mitzvahs of bringing Kabonos and saying vidui and telling us that to, uh, to, to fast on, on Yom Kippur and, and then all this is, is to reinforce our belief in what the Torah tells us that there's the possibility and the efficacy of tshuva. But again, that same differentiation of, of, of tshuva from kapar. Then, then the, the Rav continues again he refers to he defines tshuva as an act of self-creation because of that transformation that is affected through the tshuva. V'kan mofia ha-hevdela ikari ben musag ha-tshuva ba-halacha l'zashel ish ha-das ha-klali and here's where the main difference emerges 
between the concept of tshuva in halacha to that of the general religious conception. Zeha acharon, the latter, meaning the, the, the general uh, man of religion, right? Homo religiosus. Tofes ad rayon ha mibchinat kapara. In general, outside of halacha, so this distinction is not recognized. They identify tshuva with kapara. Tshuva is a tris b'fnei onesh. It's a shield against punishment. It's ena yotzeret u'mechadeshet klom. It's not something creative. Nafsho hoga u'mitabelt al yom etmol ki avar al azman sheshaka kvar b'tom hanishia. He's he feels tortured and, and, and laments something which is a bygone. Al ma'asim shecholfu ketzel that passed like a, like a shadow. Al uvdot over facts which cannot be altered. And in here, it's, it's very, very important to, to notice that in terms of the, both the process of tshuva and the experience of tshuva, the, the Rav explains that, that this chiddish has very, very practical repercussions. This chiddish of, of understanding, differentiating tshuva from kapara has very, very concrete, practical implications. Isha halacha einenu mitmaker lebechi uletuga. He doesn't give himself over to sort of unlimited and open-ended crying and sorrow. He doesn't engage in self-flagellation. Again, he doesn't give himself over to to some kind of, of Self-imposed suffering. Isha halacha asuk biyitzira atzmit ube bivriat anochi chadash. He's creating a new I, a new identity. And and here comes here's where it it becomes ethereal, and and here's where we have to um, I don't know try to try to get a little bit of of, of a handle on this. Again, the who is the Isha Aloha. He doesn't regret, he doesn't have remorse. He's not regretting a past that no longer exists, that has flown away and, and disappeared. No, a past that still exists, that lingers. 
Vahamishtarvev and it inserts itself. Vahanichnasta Tocha Hoveva Atid. It 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 enters, it inserts itself into the present and future. Yesh, I'm skipping a few lines. Yesh avar chai, v'yesh avar met. There's a past that remains alive. There's a past that's dead, that's gone. Yesh atid, there's a future, shalom notzar adayin, which has not yet been created. V'yesh atid hakayamkva. There's a future which already exists. Says the Rav, as long as, and again, let's just say the words first and then try to understand them. As long as one sees the past as avar ayin, that the past is is gone, is nothing, and ve'atid adayin is not yet. So minukudat mabad zo from this vantage point. It's empty and hollow. Again, let's try to understand this line. In quotation marks, no lad, close quotations, adayin. It's impossible to regret a past that no longer exists. It's meaningless to resolve about a future which has not yet been born. Why not? Why why can't a person regret the the past? We we do it all the time without having this, uh, this... very novel understanding that, that the Rav is, is, is suggesting. What's, I think, axiomatic here and, and very intuitive, but, but I think that the Rav doesn't, doesn't spoon-feed it necessarily, but, but it, it's, it's very intuitive. Clearly, tshuva means coming to terms with the past. You can't really talk about tshuva without... without it's, it's a reckoning with the past, coming to terms with the past. So there's one way to come to terms with the past, is to sort of beseech HaKadosh Baruch Hu that we should be forgiven, forgiven for what happened in the past. That's sort of one way of coming to terms with the past. But that clearly isn't Halacha's understanding of Tshuva, because again, Halacha differentiates Shuvah from Kapara. That's why that, that Kashi the Rav begins with is so is so crucial and so fundamental. So if it's not a, just a, a question of asking for forgiveness, 
So how does tshuva function? I mean, you can't change facts. If a person is a Russia by virtue of having done A, B, and C, and, and, and you can't change the past because it's past, it's gone, so how, how does tshuva act? And, and, and how does charata impact the past? How can Charata can't impact what, 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 what's. I threw a ball wildly and, and broke my neighbor's window. The window's broken. <laughs> so, what, what, what is Charata. What, what is the. Again, so if Charata is just a way, a basis for pleading for forgiveness, so we understand. But if it's something that we're differentiating from that, so. What's what, what's the meaning? How is it meaningful as as something which is independent and differentiated from kapara? And so too, how is a person forgiven in the present? based on a commitment for the future if, if it hasn't happened yet. Let's say if, if you get in trouble in school, so they put you on probation, and they say, well, we'll see if, you, if you'll behave in the future. So then, well, then we'll forgive you. You can't forgive when the, well, when the person hasn't demonstrated it, and yet truth does work that way, right? So how does that work? So the Rav says, and again, here, here come the the, the the very challenging words to understand. Yesh, uh, again, there's many sentences like this. Yesh avar chai, there's a past that's alive. V'yesh avar mate, there's a past that's dead. Yesh atid shalom no there's a future which hasn't yet been created. V'yesh atid hakayam and there's also a future that exists already. The Rav then elaborates that. So Kimidume, what, what, what he means and what he's saying is the following. The past can be viewed in two ways or on two levels. You can look at sort of the facticity. You can look at what happened. So if a person ate breakfast this morning and didn't make a brach of Yishonah, that happened. The, the fact of the past happened. And in that sense, it's... A person can't go back and relive that moment on a factual level. We need to stretch our minds here, but he can go back and redefine the significance of that moment. And the reason he can do that is because a person carries his past with him. 
So the moment is not there, but what happened is part of the person, is in the present. Maybe let's, I don't know, if the following marshal helps, it's in two parts, so good. If it doesn't, so sorry. Let's say the marshal is like this. Let's say you're taking a train from from New York to Boston. So as you as you go, so so you pass New Haven and you pass Hartford, and and uh, so when you when you go heading heading north from New Haven to Hartford, so you're no longer in New Haven, but New Haven's still there, right? The fact that you're not there, that doesn't mean that that uh, that, that the tracks behind you have disappeared. Or that, or that, uh, or that uh, New Haven uh, d- disappeared. Let's now tweak that a little bit. Let's say that as you're traveling on the train, so when um, I don't know, there was a farmer's market in New Haven and the train stopped in New Haven and you jumped out of the train and you went and you made some purchases in New Haven. So when you reach Hartford, so you reach it, you can't change the fact that you took the train trip from New York to Boston via New Haven and Hartford. The facticity can't be changed. And in that sense, that's sort of, <coughs> that's the way we always think of the past. But what the Rav is saying is, but the past, in terms of what a person lives on within the person, he carries his past actions and experiences with him. And in that sense, he can't change the facticity, he can't change the fact, the factualness, but he can change the significance. He can't relive, but he can redefine. Maybe one way to say it is that the time is gone, but all the events are very much alive. Similarly, with regard to the future, the time of the future hasn't arrived. The tracks are there. You can still be in Hartford. The tracks going further north to Boston are already there. The time hasn't arrived, but the destiny, right, which the destiny is already in the present. I, I, I have no doubt that, that if, if we could be privy, let's say, to the inner life of someone like Rav Cook, he experienced life. He personally experienced life as moving towards Geula. There's no question about that. He experienced the present in light of the future.
I don't know if, if this Moshe helps. I don't know. They're, they're all these Mushalim, none of them are perfect. But you, you know, they have the, the, these Shabbos lights, right? So I think that I think the way they work is there's sort of a screen that you slide that covers up the light. So, so you, you can have the light that's on, and then you can turn the light off. Then it's no longer it's no longer on. Or you can have the light which is behind the screen. But there's a difference, right? Either way, it's dark. Either way, it's dark. But there's a difference. So the future is the future. But there's a difference between whether you think of it as, you know, the light is not on, or whether, no, there's, uh, you know, the, 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 the somewhat, somewhat of a screen there. And, and, and that latter understanding is one that, that again, the time of the future, the time of the future hasn't arrived, but but the destiny of the future is present already. The Chavetz Chaim lived his life that that Mashiach was around the corner. It, it was a present reality in his life. It was a present reality that that he that he was hearing footsteps. And not that he was hallucinating. He 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 heard footsteps. He he heard footsteps. It, it was a it was a future. The time of the future isn't arrived, but the future resonated and and is present in in the present. The Rav says ultimately that's what it's this. Conception which underlies and, and makes tshuva possible. If if the past, if if we carry within us our past, so no, we can't change the fact of the past, but we can change the significance of the past. You can change the past, and that's what the Rav says when 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 the when the Gemara Yuma says. That's donos nasos kizchuyos. That's what it means. It means that because the past lives on into the present, you can change the past, and that's what the, the Rav says is the basis for tshuva. It it it. it um, I don't know, I've been thinking about this for forty years, and um, it, it it needs a lot of. Uh, I haven't finished. Um, it, it needs uh, it, 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 it needs a lot of reflection, but it's what's just to sort of now maybe reiterate and and review and be able to understand better the way all of this translates very practically into the experience and and process of tshuva is the following. What the Rav depicts as the sort of general religious conception of tshuva that, that identifies tshuva with kapara, but doesn't have this, doesn't operate with this chiddish of the past lingering into the present, that the moment is gone, but the events live on in the person. So that basically means that, that tshuva is an impossible task because at the end of the day 
what the person did wrong remains, which is why the extremes that the Rav describes are, are sort of a natural reaction. Nafsho hogan nechayim umit abelot al yom etwal ki'avar. He's mourning over a day, over a yesterday that has passed. Al hazman over time shashakakva b'tom Right, it has uh, set in 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 the, in, in the depths. Al maasim shachofu ketzel al uvdot she'iyashal l'shanotanu lahamiran ba'acherot. So the fichach zakuku lechasadim merubim. Because basically, whatever he'll do will be inadequate. Because at the end of the day, he wants to sort of erase that blemish, but the blemish can't be erased because you can't, you can't rewrite the past. Which is why the, the, the extremes that let later... Let's see if I can find it, sorry... describes that, but I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not seeing it right now. Masha and Cain, g- given this understanding that, you know, whatever the person, again, use the marshal of, of what the person the acquisitions, what a person purchased while he was on, on, on the first part of the, 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 the train trip as, as, as a marshal for how past actions endure in the present, so that allows a person to take a change the past. Because, again, not the facticity of the, fa- of the past, but the significance of the fact of the past. He doesn't relive it, but he redefines it. And in that sense, so, again, tshuva is not this impossible task which therefore plunges a person into the depths of despair, but is this creative act. And that's why You know, maybe there's a marshal as follows. Um, 
I think in, in, in physics, I think there's a law of conservation of mass. And, and I think what that law says is that, that matter is indestructible. It can undergo physical, and any, any physics majors here? It, it can undergo uh, physical change, it can undergo chemical change, but, but you, you, can't, you, you can't destroy it. You can't destroy it. It's indestructible. That's, that's what it means, conservation. So the past, you, you can't, the past is indestructible, again, because the moment is gone. The facts are there, but the fact that, 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 it, that, that there's indestructibility doesn't preclude change. And so in that sense, a person can't destroy the past, but he changes the past. It does undergo change because a person's past, it's true of us individually on a personal level, and then it's true collectively on, on a national level of Knesset Yisrael, as, as the Rav goes on to talk about here, because the past lives on into the present with a person. Think of the Moshe, maybe of the acquisitions of, of uh, the, the, as the person was, uh, as the train was moving down the tracks. Okay, uh, good job, I'll see you soon.